Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fudge and Meat. My name's Anastasia and I'm Meat. And my name is Lily and I'm Fudge. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah, I am. We are, <laughs> we are back with an episode that beyond thrills me. If mm -hmm. you have been paying attention, you would know that it was the beginning of the NFL preseason, which means that real football is coming our way, guys. I'm so mm -hmm. excited. It feels like Christmas because it's the most wonderful time of the year. I I was going to say something I decided not to say. You know what? I'm going to say it anyway. I put yeah, on you my have Packers underwear. I put on my Packers underwear. I have some. Got it at the pro shop. And I, I was ready to go. Um, but, uh, you know, the preseason is... <laughs> I mean, okay. Me. No, 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 no. While, while we're there, there's, I feel like, a related brewer statement from me in that regard. <laughs> okay. I have a pair of underwear I wear to every Brewers game I see in person, and wow, they've only lost one time while I've been wearing them. So, all right, pretty pretty solid record. Yeah. So um, I like that we each have the, on, them, these little things. For us. <laughs> I'm currently putting on deodorant, guys, because in Los Angeles it is like 90 degrees. So, in Chicago, I sweat it's humid. Work day. I feel disgusting. Um, back to football, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, moral of the story, you guys should buy some fun underwear to wear to games. Just do it. Um, it's fun. Just Good do luck it. <laughs> um, well, what's really, really fun about the preseason is that, obviously, we don't put in a lot of starters. We don't want to see guys like Aaron Rodgers get injured before the season. The last thing we need is an early collarbone injury. <laughs> <laughs> Collarbone injury just ooh, gives me the shivers. Gross. Um, so obviously, we put in our second string QBs. Now, we've seen a lot of QBs play. A lot of them have not been so hot. Uh, we said goodbye to Tim Boyle. Uh, but it was time for everybody to see Mr. Controversy, Mr. Shit-Eating Grin himself, Jordan Love. Now, yeah. we were not sure what we were expecting. Obviously, he was drafted two seasons ago and could not play the last preseason because of COVID. So we really had no gauge of what this kid looked like out on the field aside from college, you know, which was already two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and aside from what Matt LaFleur had said, or aside from what Matt LaFleur was saying had been going on in practice. Mm -hmm. um, so we were beyond excited to see Jordan play. And, I mean, we'll get into details, but... I mean, I should I be the one to say it? I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know if I can bring myself to. Listen, it's really hard for me to say it, Fudge but... and me are disappointed. We don't want to yeah. say this. We don't. If you know us, you know that this is killing our egos right now. He kind of looked gr pretty good. Like... Ah, uh, he was pretty nice! I will Jordan say, Love like... Ooh. It was pretty nice. Within, like, the first, like, five minutes of play, there was a little part of me that went, oh, no. He's, he's not <laughs> looking too Sam, I was like, shit, he's kind of, he's kind of okay. And um, I was like, I can't say anything. I can't do I can't tell Anastasia. I'm like, I can't, I can't text her about this. I'm just going to kind of, like, let it play out. Because I was like, wow, he's able to, like, really use his time in the pocket pretty wisely. He's I, making th I some, think like... I was the one that finally admitted that he was kind of okay, and both of us were like, damn it! <laughs> I hate this. Um, yeah, so, so let's talk about some of the good things and bad things we've seen in Jordan Love. Like you said, 
he spends his time in the pocket pretty well. I think what I liked seeing is obviously he's a rookie, you know, he's not super confident with those uh, deep passes. And so I think he played it pretty safe, but safe, Mm -hmm. honestly, often is a good way to go. His little sidearm passes, you know, the ones that got him like a three to five yard catch and then the the wide receiver or tight end or whoever it was could run a little bit. I think those sidearm catches, I'm pretty sure every single one connected. Um, Yeah. So clearly that was really successful for him. And every time he threw those passes, we did get a few yards. Um, It was just successful for him every single time, which... (laughs) Anyways, um, but I think the thing... Go on. I was just going to say, I was surprised with how comfortable he seemed out on the field. Like, Yeah, I, for never having played an NFL game before. No, um, he looked pretty... Granted, it again, was preseason, but... Rookies. <laughs> um, yeah, granted, you know, a lot of people out there are rookies. Um, but I think the thing that I was most surprised by and that I think is his biggest strength, which is really important for any up-and-coming QB or any QB who's going to take the reins is that his accuracy was kind of insane. Um, You know, like I said, his sidearm passes, every single one connected, you know, that would easy toss, the guy's right there. But every time he was going downfield, now those were not as successful. He often threw to guys who had a lot of heavy coverage on him. Um, But every time he did pass it downfield, um, it, it was never missed because it was overthrown or underthrown or, you know, went too far to the sidelines or anything like that. The only reason they weren't successful is because there was heavy coverage, but every single time, if you looked, the receiver downfield reaching his arms up, it was right in the guy's hands, which, you know, for a rookie, I think accuracy is one of the biggest things that's really hard to hone as a skill. You know, well, because- that, that comes with time, and that the fact that he's already got that down, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's one of those skills that can only be taught so much and I think can only be like improved so much more much like so much more so that and kind of just like that's it's one really of those a things, talent. Yeah. And for me to be able to have been able to see that from him this early on is just something that I, I have to say I'm pretty impressed by. And I was damn impressed. I think too, all things considered, he probably made his like preseason and or like Lambo first appearance at a pretty good time because I think if it would have been last year I don't I think Packer fans would have given him a really hard time but after all the Aaron Rodgers drama people were kind of like I don't care about Aaron yeah start Jordan welcome to seeing a new face yeah um yeah I mean Clearly, we don't have a lot of info on Jordan yet. You know, it's only been one game, and he played about half of it, and then we put in our QB3, who, Jesus <laughs> Christ, guy. This, now, this is this is what really showed us how good Jordan was, was, you know, NFL is so much different than college. If you're great in college, you could absolutely suck in the NFL because every single person here is a professional, and mm-hmm. every single person dedicates every single hour to this game. This is their job. This is their career. You know, these guys are serious. Um, you know, in college, you have academics to worry about. You have side things going on. Your major, your minor, whatever the hell is happening, but you're in the NFL. Like, you're a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like what we were expecting was kind of like a 
a Kaiser moment where <laughs> you think you think Kaiser's going to be really good. He gets out on the field and then just makes an ass of himself and, you know, ends up getting dropped from the Packers. And I think mm-hmm. not only was Jordan quite good, um, but we realized just how good he was when we put in our QB3 because, holy shit, <laughs> he was a complete disaster. And you have to remember, this guy's also in the NFL. Kurt um, Burkhart? Kurt? Burkhart? Burkhart? Um, I'm not going to lie. This man, I... <laughs> this man is also professional. And yeah. the fact that he was that much worse than Jordan. He was so bad, I honestly didn't even finish the game. I closed my laptop. I was like, Ooh. don't want to watch this. Don't See, I continued to watch, but I literally the entire time went, I don't know this man's name. And I didn't, <laughs> un- I didn't know his name until I Googled it about 15 minutes before we started. Um, which, you know, maybe not the most professional thing of me to do. But, okay, but also, he kind of sucks. So, I was very underwhelmed. So, you know what? <laughs> you could yell at us and say we're not true Packer fans because we don't know. Is that, when is that it's man ever going to see the field? When yeah, is that man ever going to see the field? Listen, it was Tell a preseason game. Was I also watching the Pirates game when the Brewers were playing them last the other night? Yes, I was. I can't lie to you guys. But yes, I just, I, I'm sorry. I, he just, it was very underwhelming. And I was like, you know what? Especially I don't think after I need Jordan's to... big entrance, um, I, I think all it does is just prove how good Jordan actually is. Especially for a rookie, I'm I'm quite surprised that he played that well. Um, yeah, opposing another NFL team. Now I think Jordan does have things he needs to work on, and one of them is a really really mm-hmm. big one, which I mentioned way, way back when we drafted him in 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when that draft was. The Two, two drafts ago. Um, yeah. It would be 2020. Um, a while ago. I mentioned from his college tapes that he has a bad habit. Now, this is not a deal breaker, but it's still a bad habit two years later. And when it's a habit, habits are really hard to break because they're instinctual. Mm-hmm. And I noticed... How many times has your mom told you when crossing the road, look left, right, and left again, right? Look both ways. Love has a terrible, terrible problem of looking left, back to center, and he never looks right. Um, Mm -hmm. And it it really, I noticed it because, you know, he kept throwing downfield, like I said, to guys with really, really heavy coverage, you know, to wide receivers who had two dudes on him, and it wasn't Mm -hmm. successful. And maybe he was just working on that skill and accuracy, but at the same time, if you're working on playing an NFL game, you want to work on playing an NFL game. You want to work on getting yep. those touchdowns. You want to work on being smart. And nine out of ten times when he was throwing it downfield, there was a tight end on his right side who was open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think, I like I said, I, I don't think that's a deal breaker by yeah. any means. I think that's something that you definitely can train to get someone to be totally aware of the field. But it's been two years now that love has not corrected that bad habit Mm-hmm. Um, and it can really cost him. It can really cost him. You know, if if you're on a third down, fourth down, throwing it downfield to a guy with heavy coverage, you know, that tight end on your right side just might be the guy who gets you the first down. Um, exactly. And I mean, I think so it'll this cost is something. Him. Yeah. And I think this is something that down the line, I guess, throughout through not only just throughout this upcoming season, but in the upcoming years when we might be seeing him as our starting starting quarterback. Um, that's just a, it's a little bit to, yeah, it's a lot to think about right now, but I feel like that's going to be one of the biggest things to see whether or not 
that's improved upon, especially when I think sometimes we talk about with like Aaron Rodgers, he spends all his time looking at like every option. And I think sometimes it's disappointing that he won't throw to certain guys. But for him, I don't think it's usually that he didn't see it. I think he's just like, no, like, no, I think, I think we have talked about this that I love about Rodgers is he has confidence in his entire team. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of quarterbacks would have gotten frustrated with MVS's performance last year, but Rodgers continually tried to make those passes to MVS and try to make that connection because he really trusts his team. You know, Mm -hmm. and guys like, he fully immediately put his faith in AJ Dillon, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously he's got that connection with Tay and you know, he's got Lazard, he's got all these guys and every single one of these guys has had chances to make a play happen. Mention him once an episode. Hey, Rob. What's up? Always. Big Hi, Bob. Bobby. Um, and I, I'm not saying that Jordan doesn't trust everyone, but, you know, when Rodgers makes those decisions, I think what I love about Aaron Rodgers is I think he's clearly a very intelligent dude on mm-hmm. and off the field. And mm-hmm. so I think when he's making a lot of decisions, he's making what he thinks to be the most intelligent decision at the time. You know, whether he thinks it's worth it to take that risk and go for the guy downfield, you know, chuck the Hail Mary, or yep. whether he wants to use Aaron Jones to get a few yards. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think that's something that Rodgers, like, obviously it's it's come with his years. He's a veteran. That's something time. he's learned. That's something that's developed. Yeah. Um, and I think Jordan, we're not saying this needs to be an immediate change because no. – like we said, you know, we're not expecting an Aaron Rodgers out of him in a year or two. That's just not going to happen. No. Um, but it's something that over time we'd love to see improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, it does, it's kind of hard for me to believe how much, as soon as I saw him on the field, I was like, I actually do see a lot of potential in this kid. And it really did surprise me. And that's where, of course, too, it is going to always be hard to judge and compare and contrast someone like him to Aaron Rodgers when, again, Aaron Rodgers has so many years on this kid, like, come on. Like, it's almost just unfair to even really compare the two too much. But I just, it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, maybe I do kind of see that there was something they they must have seen in him that they really wanted to draft this kid. And I don't know, it. I'm excited, question mark, to see him down the line and to see what he might be able to do and i have a i'm gonna give a daily uh you know like a, this episode's extremely hot take that oh god oh no it's good it's good i have a hot take too okay this one i think is we'll gonna be like to this is gonna be beyond controversial but this is gonna be steaming boiling this is a this is a scalding steamy. this is a scalding hot take um and it comes from that I've interacted with many Chicago Bears fans recently. Many. Many. And the one thing that it always comes down to is that they're proclaiming how Justin Fields is going to be, like, our worst nightmare for the upcoming years, um, for just the future. Um, since he's going to kind of be – he's their QB1 already. And he's going to be one of the guys that we're going to see the most of. And though it's – I mean, I don't know how much I even trust my own take, but this is something that I went, you know what? I'm going to say it, and if I end up being right in, like, 10 years, people are going to be like, whoa. Everybody needs to Venmo you $10. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Jordan Love is going to be, in the long term, a better and more prolific quarterback than Justin Fields. Whether he's still, whether he's still playing for the Packers or wherever he's at, I do think he's going to be more prolific and consistent down the line compared to Fields. That's a very hot take. I like I like and that take just because I like to shit on the Bears. So I'm. It's just I'm intuition. With you there. It's intuition. Like <laughs> it feels right. I don't know. There was something about it. I started thinking about it, and I don't know. It's kind of in that same like um, vein of things. And I know this doesn't happen as much with quarterbacks compared to other positions, but sometimes we see these guys drafted super early, like in the first round, top picks that just don't pan out. And well, here's the thing is this actually is going to lead me perfectly into my second part is I feel like there are two outcomes in the NFL. I was thinking about this in the car that either you go into the NFL and you only get better and you develop or you go into the NFL and you fizzle out. You know, there are some Mm -hmm. dudes that come in in the draft and they're great their first year. I mean, think think about Eddie Lacy. He's a guy who came in, really showed up. And then within a few years, just a short amount of time, completely fizzled out. And I think that's the unfortunate reality for a lot of NFL players. So, so you know, with guys like Justin Fields, it's it's hard to say what he's going to mm-hmm. be like because he could have a great first year, or first two years, but then after that, you have no idea if it's if he's just going to lose his charm, if if he's you know as he gets older, if you know if he starts to play a little. If he'll be able to be that know. consistent, I, I, he might not be able to stay that consistent yeah. down the line. Um. <laughs> So that is curious, but what the, what that made me think of is I was thinking of that because I was applying it to good old Davis Mills. Oh, let's <laughs> talk about Davis Mills. Davis Mills. So my hot take, I feel like it's slightly less of a hot take. And maybe the timeline is what makes it hot. I think he's going to take Deshaun Watson's place within two to three years. Yeah. I don't think that's too hot of a take. I think some people who like Watson might say he's a veteran, he's great. Um, I think two years is a really short amount of time, but he played pretty damn well. Um, You did. Oh, God. Davis Mills. It was actually, I mean, first of all, they completely crushed us. It was preseason, and we did put in, don't even know how to say his name. Kurt? We'll just call him Kurt. Kurt. We'll call him Kurt. 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 We did, we did put in Kurt, um, um, and you know, that, that probably has something to do with our poor score, yeah. and I, I did tell you this, that I, I couldn't really tell if it was Davis Mills that was really incredible, or if it was Conley, because their rookie wide receiver was catching balls like Chef's crazy, kiss. but at the same time, you know, they did get a touchdown um, rushing, which, you know, the Texans have a... Her, uh, uh, recently, historically, the past few years, had a pretty <laughs> shitty rushing game. Um, so yeah. I feel like with their success that they had, you have to credit it to the quarterback. You know, maybe I, I bet all the pieces are working together. I'm not saying that the wide receivers and the running backs didn't do anything, but you know, the success. If there's a lot of successful passes, every pass starts with the quarterback. So Davis, freaking Mills. Um, if you listen to our draft, uh, bless you, fudge Sorry, yeah, I, it, was it took a really I felt a freaking coming. funny. It was really funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could hear it. A, she like muted herself, but I could hear it a little bit, like a glitch, like. <laughs> well, because I felt it coming for a really um, long time, and then all of a sudden I was like, 
oh, I'm not going to sneeze. And then as soon as I unmuted myself, I sneezed. I saw your face looking off and I was like, are you okay? Like, are you, are you mad? Nah, she was sneezing, guys. Um, if you listen to our draft predictions, we wanted Davis Mills. He was our number one. You know, we thought, what more could the Packers have than another quarterback? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so very unfortunate that we don't we have him. But very fortunate that we got to watch him play. Um, when, hey, Davis. When Anastasia texted me and said, Lily, Davis Mills is playing right now. I went, I'm like, you're kidding me. I'm like, no, he's not. You're lying. And then all of a sudden I sit and oh, watch and I'm staring. Boy, he is. I was like, oh. I'm like, this is a dream. I'm, I'm having a dream right now. It was yeah. like seeing something that we were so close to having, but just so didn't get. Something we wanted so badly. And to have not gotten it hurts a bit, but it did I was hurt. like, you know what? It seeing you thrive. <laughs> seeing you thrive out there. You go, Davis. You we go, love that Davis. for you. We um, love it. I'm also under the firm belief that he's terrified of me. Yes. I have. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I go to Stanford. I go to school, went to school with Davis Mills. I have never spoken to him directly, but I have been in the same room as him more than once. And every single time he refused to enter whatever room I was in. And it was because I was in there. So, you know, I could just be sitting in the living room chatting and he would, he was afraid to come out. So either Davis, if I somehow deeply offended you, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but I I just like having the power of knowing that I scare Davis Mills, apparently. I um, just want to know what it is about you that's just so frightening that you scare you a know what? like that. You know what, Davis, if you hear this, come on the pod and tell us yourself. Oh my God, I would love please. to know why you refused to enter whatever room I was in. Um, I'd love nothing more. I, I, I think about it. it every night. Before my head hits the pillow and I go to sleep, I'm like, Davis Mills, what did I do to him? What happened? Um, what was it? What was it? What was it that I did? Yeah, I just, good. We need to know. We need to know. We, we need to know. If you guys have any theories, fr- feel free to tell us. Um, tweet us. Tweet at us. It could be my incredible charm. My mm. beauty was overwhelming. Um, maybe I smelled like cheese. Go pack Maybe you smelled like meat. Maybe I smell like meat. I don't, I don't know. Um, tweet us your theories of why meat terrifies Davis Mills. Um, but anyways, it was funny to see him play, especially because we joked about him a bit in the draft episode, but you go Davis. I, I can't wait to see him thrive. I feel like he's a great fit with the Texans. It seemed like he really got along with the team. Yeah. He looked comfortable. He, you, comfortable. he looked very comfortable, too, on the field. Like, I got to say, he he wasn't playing yeah. like a, he wasn't playing like a, like, oh, ladies and gentlemen. He like, Honestly, looked pretty comfy. kind of pissed me off. Kind of pissed right? me off that he played better in, in, with the Texans than he did at Stanford. A little, <laughs> you're like, wait, wait, unfair. hold on, hold on. Our our previous um, streaks have been a little lackluster. So Davis, um, what the hell? I don't know. What, I don't. I don't know what was going on back at the farm, but he said, "Let me he, pop he didn't off." Pull through for me. 
He was like, let me pop off now. He's like, no, I'm going to show up. I don't want to perform well if me is at my school (laughs) because she's scary. Um, Maybe it was my fault. Am I a bad luck charm? Ooh, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here for folks. Uh, is Meet Stanford's bad luck charm? You Maybe. can tweet that one as well. After, Maybe. If they do well after you graduate, things aren't going to be looking too Dear good God. for you, bud. Honestly, it kind of feels like that they might, so. I'm Great. a little horrified for you. I'm a little horrified I, for you. I'm a little horrified for myself, too. Um, yikes. Uh, other players we wanted to see. Eric Stokes really didn't see much of him or nothing no. too extraordinary. Um, I don't want to say I'm disappointed. Clearly, it's the first game of the preseason. He has time to develop, but I was expecting a lot out of Stokes, especially as our first-round draft pick. Yep. And, uh, damn, our downfield coverage was ass. Yeah, pretty the bad. The Texans kept making big play after big play, and I was like, I know Jair and Savage aren't out there. Like I, you know, I know, I know that with them it would be a different story, but Davis kept going for these long passes. It's like, guys, come on, <laughs> come what on. Are you? There's a trend. I, Follow it. I do. It have was to more say, like, obviously, you, you know, there's gonna be long passes. There's gonna be big plays, but the fact that it was like consistently like long pass after long pass, and specifically always to Conley, I was like, guys. You know who he's throwing it to. Get a grip. Come on. Come on. Guys, what has been happening? History is repeating itself. Let's look back. We're going to call it deduction. Like, That's a come fancy on. word. Come on. Come on, Just boys. think about it. Think about it a bit more. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Hey, what were you going to say? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, there's two. One player who I was, again, like, underwhelmed by and expected to perform better but didn't. And then one that I think performed well, but I'm not surprised that he performed well. So, hmm. first of all, I was honestly pretty underwhelmed by A.J. Dillon. Um, I was as well, especially because he did pretty well last year. Yeah, like um, when he started, it was kind of shocking that... I don't want to say like shocking that he was playing as well as he did, game, but... you know, like, granted, he is playing alongside on his team other rookies, and, yep. you know, but he, once again, he is playing against rookies. He's playing against, um, you know, fresh meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, he's by no means a veteran. He's still in his rookie years himself, but, you know, he played yep. pretty damn well in the actual NFL, so I agree. It was kind of shocking to see that he wasn't really pulling his weight. I don't know. I was just, I felt like I kept waiting for him to have, like, a huge moment, and then he didn't, and I was like, okay. Um, but I mean, again, I'm sure that could be something that could change with time, but I'd be curious to kind of follow that through the season and just see how does he end up playing throughout the season? Are we going to see a big season from him or is this like a sign? I freaking hope so. Considering we got rid of Jamal, I, I still am pretty mad about that. I think there's a few guys we could have let go of with the budget, you know, Tim Boyle, Kevin King, and we could have afforded to keep Jamal Williams. I we've discussed here's the thing is like we've got our our two main running backs. We got AJ Dillon, and mm-hmm. we got Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. If AJ Dillon doesn't show up, you know we don't have another name that can perform at that level. No, um, and I think Jamal and AJ really last season kind of had a fifty fifty thing going on where they were 
taken equal time on the field. So I just I don't like that decision, Packers. I don't either. Um, and then the other one for me that I wasn't really I can't say I wasn't like surprised, but I thought Jay Sternberger seemed really solid again. Um, and he had a pretty yeah, like he was doing solid well. season last year. Um, again, wasn't like you're under He's Tunyon. No, Robert Tunyon. No. This wasn't intentional. That wasn't an intentional mention. But, you know what I mean? It's, you're in sort of like, what's it called? Like the shadows of Robert Tunyon and how he had this huge breakout season where he was like breaking records and just really showed that he is the tight end we've been missing. But Jay Sternberger had a lot of big moments last year and I felt like he was just always really consistent. So I was really happy to see him back on the field and doing well, like, to me, he was the guy that I kept going, oh, he made another catch there? Wow, okay, okay. Like, I just thought he looked pretty good, and he looked like he could be maybe yeah, a really... Yeah, he, he and Jay Love were having a really nice connection going on. Ooh. Bromance? Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Let's watch for that in a, a few years. <laughs> I think I'd love to see that duo pop off. So I guess we'll, I guess we'll see if that happens. But those were I. I just had to give him a shout out. I had to give him a shout out because no, I think I think that's fair. I think this will be a really interesting season. I mm. think the Packers will be really successful. I think we have a lot of pieces that we need. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm just I, obviously like we said, first preseason game, not a lot to work with. Um, no, but I think that was a very solid half an hour of what we saw from Jordan Love and some of the other new guys. And we're excited to update you guys throughout the rest of the preseason and the season. Um, yeah, I mean. Packers Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Calling it now. If I'm right yes. about that, you all have to Venmo me $10. Um, um, I think Wisconsin sports Venmo are going at to. Anastasia-Breda. Keep that in your mind. Keep write that just down. Thought, just thought I'd drop it. I think. Wisconsin sports are gonna sweep the big three this year. We already have one oh, down. Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. two to go. We got one down, two to go. I'm pretty confident in our boys. Um, well, thank you guys for another episode of Fudge and Meat. Mm-hmm. We hope you join us for the rest of the Packers season. I'm so excited to see where this season goes. Um, if you have any suggestions, tweet us, DM us, email us, send us. A carrier pigeon note message. Do you want to talk about any of our hot um, takes? Any of our hot takes. If you want to let me know why you think Davis Mills is terrified of me, or if you have any, if you have any hot takes you think we might appreciate, tell us. Tell Ooh, tell yeah, us. give us some hot takes. We'll we'll tell them. Um, but thank Love you guys it. so much for another episode, and we are excited to keep updating you. Um, mm-hmm. And we love you. We love you so much. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.